we're live. Welcome back to Screencast, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of Funny's entertainment show where we bring you lots of movie news and reviews and just general movie shenanigans. Uh, I'm going to be your host today through the war zone that is now my apartment complex. If you guys hear some construction behind me, I apologize for that. Uh, they are gutting the apartment next to me. And I'm just hoping at this point uh, they start on our apartment soon because I'd really love for there to be one more thing we all have to deal with during this pandemic. Of course, the man uh, uh, laughing to my left or right or above me or below me right, is Kevin right. the Big Dog Coelho. How you doing, oh, Kev? Good, good. Uh, and then, of course, Christmas came early in June. What do we used to call you, Joe? Joey Noel, the movie bros herself. How you doing? It was Christmas in whatever month it is. So you, Christmas you got in whatever there. month it is. Yeah, okay, you, you, you got it. there eventually. Uh, we have a fun show planned for you guys today. Not too much news, but a lot of people are digging the Nick list, and we have a lot of submissions for that. Uh, so if you guys want to be a part of that submission process, you can go over uh, to... Uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny back is the five dollar above tier and submit ideas for movies you want us to watch as well as we'll ask a question later today actually we might not ask a question today we might just do nicholas suggestions next week uh but for uh, you guys can go over there and tell us movies or shows or anything you think would be of interest or maybe you screw with us i'm just gonna put that out there against the wall and see what happens uh, i hope you don't but i don't hate you do. that you know you do i hate I it either you said it i don't hate it, I, I don't, I don't hate it. Nick, do you want to talk about your dope ass camera? Oh my god! The chat has been asking about it. The whole it's so time like we've been talking about experimenting with this for a while. You've been actually trying to get this happen for a while, but you got yeah. your hands on a cam link, and that is our C. So this is our C one hundred Mark II, uh, which I this is the weirdest thing. So I bought a Mac. Oh, well, let's let's dial this back. I'm a Mac guy, okay, which has been nothing but hurdles for me in production because it's as just, you guys know, Mac is step for everything. Super yeah. fun to use at a coffee shop. You'll look cool if you're writing a screenplay. I highly recommend writing on a Mac. The boards just come so much faster. It's like painting a race car red. It well, just goes the, a little the, the reality is the batteries last a lot longer. You know what I mean? With a PC, you're, you're sitting there. You're running out of batteries. Oh, you're going soft, Nick. Oh, there we go. There it is. God, that autofocus in there. Go, getting close. Let me see. Getting close again. Let me see that. Look at this autofocus. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I we need it. that kind of technology. <laughs> I don't know if we need that kind of technology. Oh, yeah. uh, no, but the reality is everything I've done on this before, of course, trying to do OBS, uh, trying to do any of these things has been just a pain in the ass with a Mac because OBS and Discord fight <laughs> like two stepbrothers, uh, and it's the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. But in a weird turn of events, and we'll knock on wood because who knows? Well, we got to go 45 minutes on this podcast. We'll see if everything <laughs> just drops out. But I get the cam link in, which, by the way, Kevin and I ordered some cam links for like three times as much money as these things no, are worth. No, you ordered Very a cam link. I got one from our friend Cheeks that he's lending me so that I can experiment. Potentially. Well, first off, never give that back. Never give it back to Cheeks. He's not getting it back. Do you understand? <laughs> Cheeks, if you're watching this, he's you're not. done. Fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> And it's over. Uh, but of course, I get my cam link in yesterday. And I plug it in. It just works. It just literally works. And I'm like, that's not. That's cool. I don't understand. That's really cool. No, it's cool. But Joe, you don't understand. When you're living that Mac life, that sweet, sweet Mac life. I have um, a Mac. It's only a matter of time before the other shoe drops. Yeah, you have a Mac, but you like answer emails and like boss us around with it. No, well, she, here's she the thing. I had a Mac and then work. I was like, I need a work laptop. And I was like, I'm not dealing with a Mac anymore. Mm -hmm. Good call. It's on my shelf over there. It was smart. That's a smart call. Uh, yeah, another smart call. Hey, you, so we have some Patreon producers this month who have backed us, and you guys are the bomb.com. Uh, kicking it off with Momo Squared, Mohammed Mohammed, Black Jack, Al, the Predator Tribesman, and Connor Nolan North. 
nah, just trying it out. I didn't like it. I was going to say Connor, Connor Chris Nolan, but nothing works. We'll just call you Kono. How about that? Kono! Uh, couple quick housekeeping things before we chat movies. Of course, we got some cool stuff, not the least of which, Joe, is this still on, on the store? Yeah, heck yeah. It's Pride Month, enough. ladies and gentlemen. Lots of great things happening in our culture, uh, in in uh, in America and across the world. But of course, don't forget to celebrate our brothers and sisters who love each other and all walks of life with this pride shirt. Uh, I love it. I think it's one of the coolest designs we've done, and uh, it's colorful, which is great because I only like wearing black shirts these days. Because Daddy has eaten nothing but cookies since this whole thing started, God. and we put on a couple LVs, Joe. I've put on a couple L. Bees. Joey, I think everybody's imagine, in that. Though. Can you imagine Nick just laying on a sofa, being like, "D, Daddy wants more gold fishes." Mm-hmm. You, nailed it. you nailed it. That's exactly what Daddy wants. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, shout out to our sponsor, Honey, which we love very much. But we'll get to that later. Uh, let's see. What time do we start this show? We started at 1035-ish, right? Mm-hmm. We got a really packed schedule today because we got a bunch of PlayStation stuff happening later for the dorks in the gaming industry, myself included, because I'm super excited to see what they have for <laughs> nothing. You know, now that, now that I'm a real gamer, Joe, after after yesterday's I mean, stream, I saw I'm a real your uh, Warzone performance. Very impressive. Very impressive. I took, I took some – I click, click, boomed. That's all I'll say. A click, click, boom. It's just really, it doesn't make any sense. So much of the stuff that he says is infuriating. Um, Okay, let's let's start, let's call a spade a spade here. I am not good at uh, Call of Duty Warfare. You had Uh, a great squad. Snowbike Mike is phenomenal. Kevin Asax. Andy's phenomenal. Kevin Asax is like some sort of weird anomaly that came in to this planet that is not of this earth. He was clicking heads so hard yesterday that like by the, this is how it worked. I was like, oh, I see a guy, he's dead. And Kevin's like, I got you, Nick. And I'm like, but I, didn't, I, was, gonna, I was gonna kill the guy. And he was just like, it's cute. Like he patted me on the head. He's like, one day, son, one day you'll kill a human being in this. And then he went on. It was fun. I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, really just one news story. And thankfully, I just clicked on the document and accidentally closed it. So I'll just keep talking until <laughs> I open it back up. Command uh, shift nope. T. Command Thank shift you. T. Yeah, there you go. Hold on. Command shift T. Let me try it again. Look at you. There it is. Uh, top of the news story is really the only news story. And then I have a, a question from the audience that I thought would be a really interesting topic for us to talk about today. Uh, but the first news story comes over from The Hollywood Reporter. Speaking of PlayStation news, Nick Way, the Chernobyl director, Jonah Renk, is supposed to helm The Last of Us HBO pilot. Which Tight. I'm very Super excited exciting, about. yeah. It seems I like the watch, right vibe you want. I didn't watch uh, the, all of Chernobyl. Uh, mostly because Paula didn't seem to like it, and I didn't get back to it. But I am like, it's still on my list of shows to watch. Because um, like the two episodes that I saw, I was like, "Holy shit, this looks awesome!" It's a slower pace, but like, I kind of feel like that's what we need from The Last of Us. I've never played The Last of Us, but I've seen people play it, and I I'm very excited. It seems like a good choice. It's it's a perfect choice for The Last of Us. I think that it's it's if they can nail the vibe of Chernobyl. With with well, we'll call them infected, but let's go, Jockland. We know they're zombies. Um, if we can <laughs> nail that vibe, it's going to be. I, I'm calling it right now better than The Walking Dead, not as good as Watchmen. That's my that's my prediction. Watchmen, mm. the HBO show. Watchmen, the HBO show. Nothing Correct. will ever be. That's like how that. you're. That's, that's where you're playing between. That's where I think if this can fit in between those two, I'll be happy. This has all. This has all the trimmings of being a triple A, HBO 
you have to have you have must watch show in my opinion having played the game understanding the world understanding the moral conflicts they put these characters in i'm all in for it and it might be a good time for me to go back down that road uh because as you all know i fell out of i was in love with the walking dead for like 19 seasons but really is when the, when the show starts getting into its law and orders phase where it's like 24 seasons later, I just I can't do it anymore. It's it's done <laughs> for me. Um, so hopefully, I mean, my, my hope is that they only they do like one season. That's The Last of Us one one season. That's the Last of Us two, because now The Last of Us two is coming out. I think that'd be really cool. But that's not how TV yeah. works. TV goes. We want money, put money, take money and cram it up our asses. That's what we want. So, yeah, we'll I hope they, they go. Do. I hope they don't go the Walking Dead route and just keep it to contained storylines mm. and i don't know hbo did that with watchmen so like i guess there's precedent now that they could not just want to like draw it out to be a million seasons i uh, but so the problem is they did it with watchmen and then they dialed it back damon lindelof was like i'm only doing one season everyone's like i applaud you damon lindelof for doing one season of this show and then the show was a mega hit yeah and he's like i'm not doing anymore and hbo's like surprise motherfucker but we are if we give you we a are. billion dollars wait i don't, but- think, I don't even know but hasn't his response still been like, uh, maybe I'll do another season? Like, there's no confirmed yeah. that there's going to be a second season at this point. Yeah, I don't know. But they want, they for sure want a second season, which sure, means that at because some point it's a, someone's going to figure out a way to do a second season. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, potentially. But I, I do think that there's a lot of hype behind, like, he really cared about the story and, like, constantly was talking about it. And I kind of feel like if he can come up with another story, I'd be down to watch that. But if they randomly announce, like, oh, they're they're making a second season with this We're other showrunner. Regina Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, the, the other showrunner is a terrible idea. But if they pick up and and also, and but what I'm saying is, at, at this point, they haven't done that. So right now, things are still good. We're all very proud of HBO for not going the route of like you know um, what's the other show that everyone liked but nobody likes anymore? Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Which they've canceled a bunch of their like seasons of the the shows they were gonna do. Yeah. So I, well, I don't know. Start, I kind of feel like. Are they still going to do that show that's like set 15,000 years into the past? No, that one got canceled. That one got 8,000 years in the past, I think. Uh, Yeah, that one got canceled. Um, Yeah, it's very nebulous. I think there's two shows that are supposed to still be uh, going forward. But because of all this corona stuff, I imagine they've been postponed. And we'll see if they make it out of the, the Rona. One can only imagine uh okay that's it for news stories unless you guys had anything else you want to talk about for news because i don't think there was i didn't see anything else popping up theaters might be coming back surprise yeah yeah there was i feel like it's all things that we've already talked about amc's planning to come back in like july right right okay cool i'm sure that that you're not gonna lose a ton of money they're gonna lose well they're gonna lose less money than they're losing now i don't think i don't know because like they're either they're for furlough- staff right now. Well, I mean, they might be. They might. They. I don't know if they furlough their staff or or what they're doing with staff because like there's associated costs, right? Full time employees mm-hmm. have to have healthcare and stuff like that. So right. potentially, if they put like if they laid everyone off, then they're not paying staff. If they haven't, then they are still paying their um, what's it called? Their um, like healthcare, healthcare. Stuff, like payroll. Yeah, yeah like all, all the back end stuff. In which case. They're still going to lose a little bit of money because they're now employing people. So it's just interesting to see. I, this seems like a weird move, but we'll see. Well, you know, if for some reason it's safe and I get to see Tenet in the theaters on IMAX, I think it's worth the risk. Would, you, fact, go, w- would you go to see Tenet? Like, serious question. Would you go to see Tenet next week? 
Next week? Yeah. Fuck. No, probably not. Yeah. I don't think I would. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it's worth the risk at this point. Yeah. And I, you know, and I think the risk is still low because I think that with a lot of these, like, I think with a lot of the social distancing measures that a lot of companies are putting in, you know, like I wouldn't. I, I walked into a Pete's this morning and I was totally fine with that. I've been walking in at a Starbucks, but there's something that that's, you know, you're sitting in a theater with right. 200 other people. People are coughing. They're licking their hand, putting it on your face, all that sure. stuff. I don't want any part of that madness. Um, but yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. But you know, maybe next month when when we see how everything when everything starts coming back online, we see mm-hmm. how those those numbers spike. I mean, they're already going up. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. unfortunate, which everyone assumed. Yeah, I mean, the, the cases are like. They've had like ten thousand cases or something like that. In the last yeah, yeah, that's the number being thrown around, right? Ten thousand yeah. new cases, uh, which you know, Memorial Day weekend, expected. like all yeah. the protests, like all of that, like like people were very lax during Memorial Day weekend. Like you, we had seen a bunch yeah. of people at beaches and stuff like that. So we'll see. A lot of cities are opening up again, going back to normal. So we'll, I'm curious to see what the numbers look like in a month. Um, Hopefully they look good, and hopefully the market bounces back, and hopefully we can get back to watching movies the way they were meant to be watched, with people around you that you want to strangle mm. and yell at. Mm. And then you bring Greg Miller, and Greg Miller, who is the nicest human being on the planet, but we all know that's just right on the surface, because underneath oh that God. is a raging ocean of fire. Joe, uh, you Joey, bring him with you, and he yells at people. It's have you ever seen the raging fire of ocean? Uh, I don't think so joey i've seen hints of it it's little glimmers of it it's full-on terrifying one time he yelled into some dude's ear granted he had told the guy like hey put your phone away which again that was still kind of rude and then he yelled in his i'm i'm very happy that the dude didn't attack greg i mean he he got angry at greg and then realized two very salient points one greg is a behemoth Big man. You don't understand this Big until man. you meet him in person. A lot of people go, oh, Nick, you, you're you so short. And while that is you true, yeah. Greg is also unbelievably tall, as is Tim. Greg is six foot four, um, and he's coming in. He's like the mountain, for Christ's sake. So the guy yeah. looked, turned around like and looked pudgy. at us. Like a pudgy version of the mountain. Yeah, like a, like the mountain that you want to kind of sleep on, not climb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you put your head in it, and like it's like a Tempur-Pedic, yeah. the entire thing. Tempur-Pedic uh, mountain. <laughs> but... He's like he's like that, and then the guy turned around and saw that Greg was this fucking mountain of a man, and then he saw that there was five of us. And now, granted, all five of us had the look on my myself included had the look on my face where I was like, I I will not fight, I will not yeah. fight, I will not jump to either of your to help either of uh, you. Right I was now. ready to throw down. I don't know, somebody, well, that, so you're saying that if somebody tried to fight Greg and you were there, you wouldn't help. You for sure help. You'd put him on a sleeper home. Oh, I would. I would. I would help if I thought someone was in danger. But my thing is always this: if you're Greg's also asshole, not gonna like square up immediately either. He's gonna no, no Joey. Like, you you got like it was, it was a different was Greg. Ready. It was a bear that was up on his hind legs growling. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was. Scary. You had to just you have to wave some Cheetos at it and throw it and then run. It kind of got me all worked up. Where it's like I want to fight this Greg. You know, <laughs> that Greg, I'll tell you one thing right now. I, when I took jujitsu the first time, this is back in like the early 2000s, like 2006. I came, mm-hmm. I was, I was taken out of a racquetball court up in Daly city. Close to our, our new office. You know where that purple building is that, that weird fitness. Oh yeah. Dude, fitness. That, that was like, yeah. that's like a block and a half away from my mom's house. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be a, uh, a different gym. I forget what it was called. It was like, water racket. City fitness. is that what it was? Yeah. It was oh, yeah. water racket. And then it was, uh, and then we used to go this... to Water Racket all the time. I had a pool in the back. It was great. So I used to go there to play racquetball. And then one day I realized that I did. It doesn't matter. And then one day I realized there was a, one of the courts, the racquetball courts. They put masks down and started doing jujitsu. And I started. I did two lessons, 
And I was like, I am phenomenal at this, obviously. Uh, so I'm going to go wrestle Greg. And I went to do the world's stupidest double leg takedown, which when you do a double takedown, you're supposed to grab someone around their knees mm-hmm. and take them down. I grabbed him around his waist and he just picked me up and ragdolled me around for a second and put me back down. I had back problems for two months after that. That was the first time Greg hurt me. <laughs> the second time Greg hurt me was when we arm wrestled and I beat him. But my shoulder hurt for three years after that. <laughs> three years. I, like, I was like, oh, hurts. oh, God, this one right here. Well, this hurts. I know why this hurts because people keep fucking armbar me and Uma plotting me, but it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, back to the topic at hand. Air Barber had a very interesting question that I want to talk to you guys about. Okay. Obviously, right now with the Black Lives Matter movement happening, and actually we're seeing some real change affected for the first time in a very long time. Uh, he asked, or he or she asked a very interesting question. Curious to hear your thoughts on how you think recent events will be reflected in entertainment. Do we think we see, we could see a diminish in the, quote, renegade cop who doesn't play by the rules trope in TV and movies? Do we get less police-centric entertainment in general? Uh, thanks for all you guys bring. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts. That is um, a very yeah. interesting question. I, I think it's definitely, right? Did you see I that they canceled so. Cops finally? What? Oh, this fuck. week? That's awesome. That's... Yeah, they canceled the Cops TV show. So they don't want to glorify cops going around with Boston Skulls? Yeah. That's just um, Pretty much. I don't. I. 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 Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I was just saying that that show is really entertainment. It's usually I like seeing the Hicks get arrested. You know, nanobiologists and the Texans, they also canceled Live PD, which is kind of the evolution of Cops because I think it's on more mainstream channels. But yeah, there was there was a new story about Live PD of like the producers not stopping some police brutality, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you can't yeah be filming shit and see a crime happen and then not help." Like, that could be misquoting that. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm a dumbass. Um. Well, first off, I had no idea Cops was still on, which is hilarious. I'm glad they canceled it just because. Yeah. That show I think it got moved to like a different note because it was on Fox forever, I feel like. And I think I this think... one came out of Paramount, maybe. But I don't know if that's the parent company. Wasn't it on. Uh... Is G4 still a thing? <laughs> no, G4 went away. G4 was was Tech TV. Then it was G4. And then it got bought and turned into the Maxim Network or some shit like that. Remember back in the day? No. <laughs> G4 was always the network where you're like, I would click to it and it was either cops or it was um, Morgan Webb doing some sort of tech tip with this with a computer yeah. board. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening here. <clears throat> and then someone's like, hey, we got an exclusive trailer for a game that's been out for three weeks. I'm like, all right, I don't, I'm going to go. I don't need this. I have the internet now. We don't need video game TV. We've got Greg Miller on the internet cracking skulls and writing articles well uh, um, to go back to your question i do think that, yeah. that we're going to see less of that and i think that um i'm curious to see if we'll, we'll see more things like uh the beginning of uh what was it? sorry the watchman where it showed the tesla uh riots and something like uh putting more attention to those kind of stories mm-hmm. like you know things that happen in, in our history that like we don't know a lot about that maybe need some spotlight mm-hmm. um Certainly, I'd be interested to see like it's also the opposite side, like people who like stories of people that are like going through like shit with cops oppressing them, or, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I I respond well to any story that is oh, yeah. well fleshed out and shows what people go through in all walks of life in in a more realistic standpoint. Don't get me wrong. I'm down for the the Hobbs and Shaw. Let's kill everything and blow cars up and all that stuff anyway. Are they but cops? as I <laughs> yeah, Hobbs is a cop, right? One of them was a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily throw Tulsa, that in with Tulsa, a cop, like the yeah, renegade sorry. cop trope. The but chat, um, what's that? I was just saying the chat's correcting me. I said Tulsa. Tulsa. I meant Tulsa. There you go. No. Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys are smart. Um, you guys knew. The hey, cars the are rising up. You know. 
Um, I am. I, I don't necessarily want to see the the rogue cop gone, gone, you know, or the cop gone rogue doing playing by his own rules. I don't think we need to necessarily see that go away. But I do think that you know you can't understate how how much entertainment reflects and also helps influence our daily lives. And so I think more stories that show um, a little bit more depth when it comes to some of these action movies, to me, I think would be would be good. Um, and again, it's not to say that we can't ever show cops in a positive light because I absolutely think we should. Um, but I and absolutely think I, I, I love any movie that shows what cops go through as well because that's mm-hmm. a very difficult job um, that I am not doing and I, I don't think I'm capable of doing because, again, I'm too nice and I want everyone to be happy and you can't argue with a bank robber. Or like you can't be like, guys, I think he has a good point. Let's let him have some of the money. You guys keep some of the money. We'll keep some of the money. He does a year in jail, and we go away. Like my captain would be like, shit. you're fired. Yeah. You're fired. You cannot be a cop. <laughs> this is my problem. I have way too much empathy with people. I'd be like, well, he's tagging the building. But to be fair, there's barbed wire. So it goes with the barbed wire on the building. What do you want from me? I um, think it's such an interesting thing to think about when we talk about TV specifically because – so many of like and i am totally 100 percent guilty of watching the like bullshit series that go on for way too long like all of the chicago pd fire med kind of things blue bloods has been on forever that like obviously people are watching but like mm-hmm. right. do we need this many series about all of this on all of these networks i don't those those i think are are not necessarily I, I think – well, absolutely not. We don't. But to be fair, sometimes I like to just jump into a Law & Order and see what's going on, um, just see what's up in the world from 1997. Um, but what I think is more important, I think what's more salient, and, I, and, I, and I'm already seeing change and hopefully will change more, is the, de- is the depiction of people in these shows. So I don't necessarily mind there being a rogue cop drama as long as that person's not going after a stereotypical like black thug or a stereotypical – uh, Muslim terrorist, you know, like ten, five years ago, it was Muslim terrorist. Every every bad guy was a Muslim and he was a terrorist and every Muslim person was bad. And I think that while there are bad people in the world, yes, there is ISIS and there are the, there are terrorist groups that are out to harm people. Um, I, I think that that you can't understate how those depictions of people um, influence our perspective on the world. And like and I, and I say that having been on this planet for near and near, I say four decades um, in 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 the 80s, it was Russians. Russians were terrible. If you were Russian, you were fucking. You were the bad guy. You had to die. That was it. Uh, the 90s, we started getting into into Middle East as being the bad guys. That carried on through obviously 9/11. That just pushed that out. And now you go back and you watch some of those things, and you're like, wow, they are just. It is just a a, a guy of Muslim faith who is just of just the worst person on the planet. That's that's what we're seeing right here. And now we're getting out of that. And obviously. People, minorities have been uh, have been depicted like that for a very, very long time, especially cop drama. So my hope is that we're not seeing that necessarily anymore because I feel like that you can't, you know, I can't understate that that actually when you see that growing up, you go into law enforcement potentially, potentially. I'm not saying that I'm a psychologist at all, but it could potentially influence you one or the other when you hit the streets. But like Riggs is a good cop, right? Riggs is a, Riggs Riggs is actually a perfect example of what I'm talking about, yeah. which I wish they had approached that further. Because, uh, it's from uh, Lethal Weapon. Riggs, Riggs is a – Riggs needed psychological help. Sure, which sure. He was unhinged. Joke about, they make a joke about for four movies. Yeah. The poor therapist keeps coming up to him and saying, I want to help you stop being a psychopath. And they just torture this poor therapist, the, the, the cop psychologist. Yeah. They torture this poor woman for four movies straight. Uh, and then do, you know, they go about their business, but, but he's a good example of, yeah, he's a good cop and, and Riggs and Murtaugh are good cops, yeah. but 
I would like to see a little bit more of that angle in that, especially for mental health and mental, you know, if a cop's going out there being a rogue cop, I would like, well, let's, let's explore why he's doing that. Well, what in his childhood made him think this is okay to go against the system? Lethal Weapon uh, 5, like Riggs gets help. It's just it's just <laughs> Lethal Weapon 5, but it's the beginning of Analyze This, where he's like sitting in a with Lorraine Bracco. No, I'm getting all my shit mixed up. She's Lorraine Bracco was from Sopranos, right? She was the therapist in that. Yeah, sure. Yes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I don't know. Either way, I think it's cool. And I think it's always fascinating going back and watching like 80s and 90s movies and seeing how just everyone, including the main character, is a stereotype. It is so ridiculous. And I'm glad I actually have a movie on my on my um, watch list that I watched this week that I want to talk to you guys about because I thought it was one thing and I went and I was like, oh, I'm pleasantly surprised this movie was completely different than I thought it was supposed to be. Interesting. Um, I can do that. put that on my list right now. Oh, okay. uh, cool. I thought that was the movie that was already on there. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no I, put, I just put one more on there. Yeah, yeah, I see um, that. Cool. excited to talk about that too. Very excited to talk about that and the other one. But, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into that, I'm excited to talk to you about our sponsor today honey you've heard us talk about honey before we're very very happy on this channel to be sponsored by services that we actually use and kevin and tim love honey in fact they talked to me about honey before we even got sponsored by them because it is it is uh, something that can save you a lot of money and you know what i like as a business owner when people come to me and say i'm going to save you money and i go cool that makes sense. Is it hard? And they go, no, Nick, it's not hard at all. Uh, it makes online shopping, in fact, very easy. How easy? As easy as it's supposed to be. Uh, and that's what we appreciate you. Uh, but we all shop online, right? A lot. Uh, but did you know you can make online shopping even better? You can with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online shopping finally feel as easy as it's supposed to be. Imagine this. Everyone close your eyes in the audience. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Do not close your eyes if you're driving, but close one eye maybe. No, don't do that. Uh, imagine you're shopping on, on one of your favorite sites like Target, uh, Sephora, Macy's, uh, Etsy. You get the, you get the point. Uh, when you check out, this little drop, this little box drops down. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet, and then bada bing, bada boom, as they used to say in The Sopranos, uh, watch the price drop. Now, Kevin, you 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 used Honey before, right? I love Honey. I use it you for personal that. purchases. I use it for work purchases. Joey uses it too for work stuff. Our Joey, you saving that stuff. money with honey? For real life stuff. <clears throat> I use it for everything. I used it yesterday to buy shoes. Oh, that's pretty fun. Did you did the shoe have the shoes arrived yet? You know what? We're going to put that on the document. And we're going <laughs> to. I mean, who knows, man? D bought something the other day, and they just they delivered it the same day. I'm like, everyone's clamoring for this. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're getting off topic right now. Uh, you guys should use Honey. We love it, uh, and and you should too. And so do over 17 million members. Uh, Honey has saved over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Did you know uh, Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, and they're adding more every day. Users love Honey. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google, the Google Home Store. That's a lot of reviews, and that's great. Uh, not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds, and we know that because Tim uses it. Kevin will 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 do whatever he has to do to save money. Tim will just he will not put any effort than more than he has to in this, and he loves Honey because it's very very simple to use, and he doesn't understand how his hands work. Uh, it's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's not part. It's now part of the PayPal family. That's awesome. It's part of the PayPal family. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash morning that's joinhoney.com slash morning all right guys one of these days people are gonna they're gonna watch this and they're gonna clip out those points where i talk uh when i, when I make fun of tim and they're gonna send it to him he's just gonna do this kev he, he, you know how he does that he, he'll click the video two seconds understand what's going on and just close it like, eh. 
And then we'll ask him about it, and he'll be like, yeah, so I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Here's what I want to do. I want to talk about uh, what we've been watching a little bit. Uh, and then I want to go on to the Patreon. There was one Patreon response from last week for the HBO show. But a lot of people really liked this idea of the Nick list. Y'all gave me some great suggestions. So we'll talk quickly about what we've been watching. Uh, actually, here's what we should do. Let's do the Nick list first. And then we'll talk about what we've been watching. And then we'll form a new Nick list for next week. How does that okay. sound? That sounds, that great. sounds great. great. All right. The Nick list from last week was as follows. Lovebirds. Did mm-hmm. we all watch that? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, underwater which I know Joey watched because she texted me last night, this movie is stressful. Yeah, it's really uh, stressful. And then The Wrong Missy, which yeah. I have to be honest with you, for the first five minutes, I was like, fucking Kevin got me. He got me. Well, I didn't. He was, he was, I think it was whoever a, said, was it Joey? It was that Joey, said it? yeah, it was Joey. I was like, Joey got me. Joey, Joey totally screwed me over with this movie. This movie is terrible. <laughs> and I gotta be honest, let's start with The Wrong Missy because okay. by the end of this movie, I was like, fuck, I like this movie. Me yeah. too. Me too. I like, I like it. It doesn't make. Why do I like this? It's like right? if you. Yeah. Go ahead. Because it's just, not a good movie, but no. there's something about it that has this like weird redeeming quality. Um, I think part of it is that it she's so she's so good. She's okay. so crazy, and you can tell that she had so much fun making this movie, and just like. I'm going to go 110% on this character. And sometimes that doesn't work and it's too much. And for this, I feel like it was perfect. It so was that's perfect. that. Yeah, that was my that was my sort of um, reaction to it. At first, I was like, when they when they first go on the first. Well, there's two things that I have criticisms of in this movie. One, why did they put that wig on David Spade? I don't. It's, I, it's real bad. For unbelievably the, bad. For the majority, I was like, oh, they put that wig on him. So later she can give him a makeover and like better his like. That's what I thought too. And then they just didn't. They were just like, no, this is the hair that that he wants to have. It's so weird because they literally went back, they watched Tommy Boy, Hmm. and the the wig person was like, that's the look we're going to go with. We're going to go go with with that, but slightly bigger. Slightly bigger (laughs) and all one color so that it looks like like he dyed his beard. You know, like what they call the the beard for men. What are those, what is that service that people use where they like you dye your beard, but you but you see how my beard has like yeah. gradations in it because yeah. I'm old yeah. and then it's real. It's my real color, so there's grays and there's reds and there's mostly grays. Mm-hmm. Hit, when when a guy's hair is all one color, it makes me it's so creepy, especially when they're older and you see it. You're like, dude, you oh, dye yeah. it like all my, one color just for men. It's all of my like old uncles and stuff like that that just dye their hair jet black, and you're like, this is very unnatural. And this is the thing I this is the thing I've learned being married, right? I've only learned one thing being married for almost nine years, and that is that my wife goes in and she spends a lot of money on hair coloring because they have to do like different colors in the hair to make it look like yeah. it's not blended. Just together. The, you, yeah, you have to blend it in. You have to do like different like you know they'll do little highlights in here like that, so it looks like there's a difference in colors like real hair. Um, so him and Nick Schwartzman in this, I was like, y'all motherfuckers need to just <laughs> be yourself. And I know why they did it, Joey. They did it because David Spade's old as fuck. Yeah. And it's really weird if he was himself to see him making out with a 20-something-year-old. It was really that weird the, to see him. That's the weirdest part for me. Yeah, yeah, like I still think that stood out as like, what the fuck? Why is this old wigged man making out with her? I mean, she makes fun of it too, though. Yeah, so she like, does. She calls him out on having yeah. a wig. Um, but she, I think the standout for me is that her name's Lauren Lapkus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. She's fucking phenomenal in this. She's so and good. every time she does anything, like for the first ten minutes, I was like, "She's too much. I can't deal with this." I love which it. Was the, which was the, the point first of the movie opening, like first. restaurant scene, and yeah. you're like, "Holy shit!" Um, and then, but midway through, <laughs> when they go to the retreat, and it's it was the moment where she walks out of the room. She goes, "Are you fucking rich? I fucking made it!" And I'm like, 
all right all right i laughed at that i caught myself laughing i was like don't you don't need it like this and luckily d wasn't in the room because if d was in the room she'd have been like you I'm can't out. I'm, I'm i'm divorcing you right now yeah, paul, paul um, i could not get into it at all it's tough it was a tough one you got here's what i recommend watch it at like midnight when you're a little drunk and it'll be really really funny but i think by the end of it of oh, a standout performance to me of course is rob schneider Every, Rob, he, Rob I, I wish I wish he didn't have the weird hand thing. Like it's I wish that hilarious. no, it would have made it a little bit like it, it, there was no reason to add the like super gross fa- <laughs> factor of like the yeah. giant clump hand. I like when he yells at Nick Swartzman. He's like, "You got me this fucking high. You knew what you were doing." Oh my god! <laughs> well, also, he was funny. like, "If you see the the shark that did this to me, tell him I say what's up." And it's like, yeah, "All right, yeah. <laughs> you got me. You got me." Um, the movie's terrible. But it's yeah. hilarious. It's it's fun it, to it watch. It has, fun. yeah. The overacting exactly. is just done right, where it's a little endearing. Where yeah. it's like, man, you are trying so hard, and it works. Like I know people that are borderline this way, and me. What? You talking about me? No, someone else. <laughs> is, that, is that okay? Andy. Yeah, where it's, Andy. where it's like, oh, I can't stand he's being around extra. you, uh, but no you make Andy. everyone laugh, so we True. keep you around. Keep me around. Yeah. And I do the taxes. Andy does the taxes, too. Yeah, and no one wants to do that well, shit. You know? uh, I want to give a shout out to Adam Sandler's wife, also, who is in this, who I've never seen before in my life, who I thought did a great job as the Barracuda. Yeah. Oh. She's great. <laughs> she was great. I didn't really know it's her. I didn't know either. I looked up her name, and it's it's her last name was Sandler. I was like, is that Adam Sandler's wife? And I, she, she's, yeah, kids and all. I, I saw that in the job. credits. That's interesting. Yeah, that she was, was really good. She was she played the, the like asshole uh, perfectly. Yeah. Um, I okay. It's time to rank this movie. We can talk about how funny it was. We can talk about how bad Nick Schwartzman's hair is in it, and it's shout out to Bobby Lee for being in it as well. How did Nick Schwartzman get so old so quickly? Yeah, old. <laughs> like it happened so fast. Like I remember Grandma's, but well, he was in Grandma's Boy, right? Yeah, he plays well, the like, like the yeah thirty years ago. <laughs> it was like twenty years ago. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I think it was early 2000s, yeah, because I remember Grandma Boy's – I remember going to IGN and seeing the snake statue and being like, oh, that's the one from Grandma's Boy. So that was like 2005 when I started IGN. And oh, they, yeah, they, 2006. We didn't have, we didn't have 2006. Then, well, I, uh, isn't that crazy? We um, all like Grandma's Boy, right? Fuck yeah, we like Grandma's Boy. I watched that again oh, yeah. <laughs> the other day. All right, so it's time to rank – the wrong Missy on the Nick list. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with the Nick list, I only have three categories how I rank things, right? There's it's it's the it's the three fingered review. We have the top, which is good, good, and then we have the middle, which I assume most movies will fall on, which is bad, good, or good, bad. I'll say good, bad. Let's right. be positive, good, bad. And then there's just plain old bad, bad, which is just a movie that you, you turn off within the first five minutes. I'm looking at a lot of Netflix originals for that lately. Some of those have just been abominations. Where do we want to say the wrong Missy falls? This is really interesting because I'm gonna put it right here, right yeah, here. Right middle, I think right we need a sub. We need a middle category. Joe, you no can't do that. There's no There's middle no category. Middle category. This is the middle category. <gasps> okay, it's but here's it's here's the bad. truth. Here's the truth. I'm very close to pushing it up here. What? I, I don't know. I just enjoyed it so much. Her acting is just so good that by like midway through, it's like fucking this girl's awesome he should like realize that like she's amazing and he does right around there so i i don't know i'm putting it here but it's it's it wants to go up here it, and it's like stay down stay okay. stay down you know joe what, what joe what do you think i mean see i feel like i'm on the opposite scale where i'm like it's it it's teetering on the like 
a couple things get changed with this movie and it's a bad, bad movie. But Lauren Lapkus puts in a lot of work to like save the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it lives in bad, good, but like on okay. the bottom ish part. You mean of good, bad, bad okay. right? Or it's, good, bad. Sorry. Again, we don't. This is the whole point of the Nicholas is that we don't need to say where it ranks in the in the good, bad category. We just it give it the top. Give me the bottom. The good, bad category is like from 10 percent to like. <laughs> 80%. So it could be yeah. anywhere in there and that's totally fine. You know what you're getting yourself into. I have to agree. The uh, the wrong Missy being the first movie ever reviewed on the three finger scale is going to be good bad. Moving along, we're going to go over to Lovebirds. Wait, are we Where are we, we keeping a list of this or are we just throwing this out into the ether? I might I might put it on on uh the website. On website. Yeah. Okay. Just in just as a long running list in kind of no particular alphabet with no context. Greg has some weird set pages like that where it's just random things. I know. All right, in the doc, I put good, bad next to it. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, oh, cool. yeah, Love it's bird. over there. Sorry, I had, I, I'm taking notes at the bottom, too, but I, I didn't realize I had it in both spots. Lovebirds. Moving on to the Kamel Nanjani, uh, Issa Rae, is it her name? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, movie. I watched this two weeks ago. Joe, you watched it two weeks ago. Kevin, did you watch it this week? I did, in fact, watch it this week. What do we think of Lovebirds? I want to hear Kevin's thoughts, because I think you and I talked about it Kevin, last Kevin, Kevin, I, like uh, it. I enjoyed Kevin, it. Like it. No, I did like it. I, I really did. I was actually surprised because we watched these movies back to back. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was fine. A fine movie. Like, okay. it certainly had moments of comedy where I was like, oh, it's really like I'm getting this. It had a lot of moments where I was like, all right, let's move along a little quicker. Or, yeah. Yeah. you know, I don't like this interaction. But then there were moments where like the him being a dick to uh, uh, Kumail, being an asshole to like the, the IT guy. Like I just enjoyed all of that, and so like it had a good oh, moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, I, th- I felt like Isa was really, really good. Yeah, I she was her. good. Yeah, she was good. I think that the movie production-wise, my criticism of it is that it's barely a movie. It, it like it's it needed like maybe five more million dollars of production value, but I think that the strength of the performances of the two leads was made me kept me going for the 90 minutes this movie was also just shout out to netflix for finally listening to me and bringing back the 90 minute long rom-com we don't yeah. need rom-coms to be judd apatow three hour long where we're, we're getting paul rudd no disrespect to you paul if you're watching this uh high as fuck being a lobster in a hotel room like this is 40 funny scene but everything else after that before that i was like i don't need to see your addiction to cupcakes this is not something i need rom-coms what the hell are you talking minutes. about there's a movie called This Is 40 that was I loved. Uh, I thought it was great. Got but it. it was 20 Leslie minutes Mann too long. Too. Just 20 minutes too long. Same with Knocked Up. 20 minutes too long. Stop, Judd Apatow. We get it. You're a great okay. filmmaker. I have to keep rubbing it in my fucking face that you're better than me. All right. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to say good, bad for Lovebirds. I am also going to say good, bad. Okay. I don't think it teetered it close enough to be good, good. Okay. I confirm also good, bad, but I would put it closer to the bad side. If you're comparing okay. it to, lo- to to Wrong Missy, wrong I Missy. would recommend watch Wrong Missy instead. The Wrong Missy is more – the one thing I like about the it's Wrong Missy, and of course, it's nostalgic, is it's much more of an Adam Sandler Happy Madison movie. It's yeah. got some of the – it's got the dude with the cross eyes from all the all the Happy Madison movies. It's got the vibe <laughs> of, a, of a Billy Madison style when movie. She, when she looks at him, he's like, there's nothing I can do for your eyes. And <laughs> just walks away from it. <laughs> My favorite part was was when, when she left, and then the guy she said you're gonna die on yeah. a plane ride is like, what? She fucking left. Now I have to move to this island. Yeah. Now I have to live here. Uh, everyone who hasn't watched the movie thinks we're insane. All right, well, it is. Uh, it's true. It's true. Last movie on the Nick list we're gonna talk about this week is Underwater. Uh, what, Joey, let's start with you. What did you think of Underwater? Whole I so 
the I feel like these types of movies can usually go two ways for me. And this went the best way possible because they don't spend a lot of time at the beginning building up the like bullshit world stuff. You hop into this movie and within five minutes you get action, which is like essentially what I really wanted from this. I didn't yeah. necessarily care about why they're there, these backstories about why they decided to pick this profession. It's like, no, I want to see them get to the point of the movie, which is like, there's this thing and it's happening and we need to get to this other thing to live. Yep. And it, they, yep. it's just, it goes, it goes, it goes. They do a really good job, I think, of building tension. Um, I was stressed out and I only really ever get stressed out about movies that like I care about. <laughs> like if I don't care and it's like kind of a bullshit movie, then it doesn't work for me the same but yeah i liked it way more than i thought i was going that, to that was the surprising thing for me too because and this is no disrespect to kristen stewart but usually she's in utter garbage that's um, disrespectful and i usually don't like her and i feel like she's very one note but in this she totally works i think she was very well cast um and i think she works as sort of like a uh a, not not i don't mean this in a bad way kind of a blank slate sounding board for all the things to happen to her um, and I think the rest of the cast is great. The guy that plays the captain, I think v Vincent uh, Casillas or God, he's, I think he, was yeah, he was great. He was really good. Awesome. The moment just, where are we? Do we get in spoilers here? What, what's the what's the Nicholas code mm, of conduct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a review, so spoilers. If you haven't watched the movie, this is going to spoil it. Well, let's not. Don't get in too much spoilers. No, nah, don't. Do All right. The moment okay. he has like the, the where. I don't know. He, he chooses to, to do something instead of not do something. Yeah, it was, man, it was visually stunning. And like that, just that brief second of like, I'm making this decision. I thought yeah. it was just like such good acting for how limited they were. And, you know, and the movie feels, it, you know, it feels like a bigger budget movie than I think it probably was. And I think a lot, a large <clears> part of that is the production design of it is stunning. The suits that they're in the whole time are so yeah. anime. They're so cool. They're and so they dope. don't help them at all. And I feel like no. that's such a good, like, awesome. They're like, like a hindrance. Yeah. Really. Like, it's hard to move. And that makes total sense. Those, like, yeah. that, like, first of all, pressure suits that, like, intense don't exist. But, um. If they did, they'd yeah, be limiting like in that way. Immediately. Yeah. And I well, feel that's like what I, that's what I liked about it, because that was a trope in the movie. They were like, We can't these suits will not exist. Yeah. Like we can't walk on the bottom yeah. of this this For deep with these long. suits are not pressurated that much. And we see that with some of the things that happen where you're like, Oh, and that adds to the tension oh where you're like, God. at any point, these things yeah. could just implode and crush Dude, these people. The first scene, and like I, I think that spoiling this is okay. Or the, the first scene that they go and in these suits and there's a dude who's got a little crack on yeah. his helmet. And he he dies in the most fucking intense way, and like I, I don't feel like that's spoilers because that's really early on, and like, it's a little bit of a spoiler. But guess what? It's you should a survival watch it. horror like, movies where people die in this. You, you, and you yeah. should watch it. Yeah. And it's uh, again, I, I I was blown away by the direction of this movie. I was blown away by how much I liked it, and I and I really it made it's one of those rare moments where I was like, uh, the director who I believe's name is William Eubanks, um, or Eubank. Uh, I looked up and I was like, oh, he's got another movie called The Signal, which is on Netflix, which I think was a Netflix produced movie, or at least they bought it and acquired it. I think it's the only place you can find it. And mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, I'm going to watch that too. And you know what? Good. He's really good at building tension in that weird sci-fi survival <clears throat> horror uh, realm. And he's, a, he's a really good director. Is What's Lawrence, that? Is Lawrence? Uh, that is one with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's, it's, it's the, he put the, he, it's him in a suit like in the, yeah, on the yeah, cover. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's a movie, right? Not a show. It is a movie, yes, correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't watch shows anymore. Um, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, we lost Joey's Joe. gone again. It happens Joey's every gone. episode. Look, I'm going to peek up. Nick, peek up. If you go up a little... There you go. Now that we're... <laughs> Joey's back. 
every time. I honestly, it's mind blowing to me that this happens every time. Maybe you have a I'm limit not on your Discord. You're doing anything. Well, either way, uh, where do we want to put underwater? Uh, I'm going to say I mean, this might be the first movie that makes the good, good list for me. I would agree. 100%. Right. I'm, I'm shocked right. at how much I enjoyed it. And here's the disappointing thing, guys. I uh, I really want to watch this movie when, like, screeners were going around or, like, when we had uh, access to the movie theaters uh, in January, I think. And I didn't get – we didn't get a chance to. And yeah. I had seen some videos that spoiled, like, the story. But, like, man – I feel like the ending is like even knowing what was going to happen still was like, oh, fuck, this is crazy. I, I agree. And, you know, it's it's one of those movies that you don't think you have to. And this, again, no disrespect to Kristen Stewart, but it's one of those movies where like you look, it's a Kristen Stewart movie. Like, ah, I'll wait for it to come to whatever. I don't need yeah. to run out into the movies and see this. And I just think that if I would have known, I mean, this is the stupidest thing I've ever said, because obviously the, the same could be said for every movie. But if I don't know how good this is going to be, I actually would have gone out and supported it in theaters. I would have watched it in theaters. I can imagine so I this would have been excellent in Dolby. It would have been so fucking I don't, cool I don't think it, I've ever went to Dolby, though. Probably not. But even, yeah. even seeing it on a bigger screen with better sound and, like, the darkness of a theater would have added so much to the claustrophobic nature of everything they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was very good. All right. I, I, really quick, I do just want to say one more note that, like, because of um, – the way it was shot with a lot of sh- like footage being from their perspective in their like crazy suits like i really feel like they utilize that in such a good way to like kind of cheapen the special effects and also bring up the tension so good on them it makes you feel stuff. claustrophobic yeah yeah oh 100% the suits the fact that yeah. they the second she goes we like there's always a moment in these fucking movies that gets me where the character goes, I don't know if I can fit through there. And I start sweating. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, I, this is where I put myself in their position. I was like, this is where I die. I, there's, I see a little hole. 100%. First off, I'd be claustrophobic in the suit to begin with. And then you see the little hole. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going through there. I'm going to die I, here. Guys. I did not enjoy the like, I'm the smallest one. I'll go through the hole. It's like you're wearing the fucking big suit. Everyone else is wearing. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, do you have a smaller suit. fucking suit? I assume maybe no she way. did. Maybe there's no. like different like small, medium, large. I don't know. Yeah, but like they just happen to find five of those suits, six of those suits in the right uh, you sizes. Know, Get out of here. Here's here's when this movie I decided this movie was good, and this is the stupidest fucking thing, but it gets me every time. There's a moment where she has to put on a different suit that was made earlier and is a different color. Yeah. It still has the same flair and it had cool spikes on its shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, that's dope. <laughs> I want that. That was the I'm captain's the old good. suit too. Yeah. It was, it was just cool. yeah. The moment that cool. I was like, oh shit, I like wait, fuck what in the first like couple of minutes when they're showing like the hallways and stuff, I'm like, oh my god, this has like such big alien themes. Oh yeah. Like the 100%. aesthetic. And like it keeps going on that. And it's like, shout out to this movie. What a great you movie. Can... Not enough people are people should definitely go out and rent this one. Yeah, I mean, Alien is a perfect analog for this. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. Alien, a classic, and and in, in many ways, a better film. But I think that he, that the director and the production team drew a lot of inspiration from that. Having the female protagonist, having her be the lead and like the most courageous out of there, I think it really, really works for this. Um, in fact, I think the team in general bring everyone in the team brings something to it, which is cool. Especially T.J. Miller. Shout out to T.J. Miller, who's in this um, pre going crazy. Uh, but I think he's back now. I think we have we forgiven him. I don't know. I can't I remember know. he did. Uh, but I think he's great in this no. as well. Um, go watch it. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you were a Patreon supporter uh, and you feel like 
uh, letting us know what you thought of this movie, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, and post it there in the screencast doc uh, or send us a response for screencast and I'll read it potentially next week. Or maybe I'll just read it to myself and be happy that I made something good sure. happen in your life. Uh, last <laughs> week's topic, we asked you, hey, are you going to get wait, HBO wait, Max? Sorry. Real quick before you do that. I'm sorry. Uh, do we want to throw in any other movies out for Nick's list? Yeah, let's let me read this topic first, and then okay. I'm going to go into uh, the other submissions that people have uh, submitted for us. A lot of people submitted uh, some some fun stuff for us to watch, which I think we should talk or throw into the mix. Okay. Uh, right. Why Mark said last week? Uh, I know Nick said to forget HBO Max, but I don't respect his authority and want to talk about it. I got HBO Max free through <laughs> my AT and T internet, and I have been thrilled. I've been watching Doctor Who, super old movies from mixed childhood, like Seven Samurai. First off, that was from nineteen fucking fifty four. You son of a bitch. So you were like a teen. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, I was just discovering my sexuality and old cartoons like Looney Tunes and Scooby Doo. The amount of good content really is shocking. I highly recommend the service. Uh. All right, wise Mark, that you've had your time. You are now muted. Uh, going into it, uh, let's see. Brandon Jackson Short said, "My recommendation for movies for Nick to review is The Hate You Give. Uh, it's a good movie uh, that is very relevant right now, and I think Nick, in particular, definitely needs to watch it. That is one I've been meaning to watch, uh, and I definitely want to throw that out as a suggestion for stuff that we want to watch. It's an indie. Uh, it's about again a police pulling over." a black couple and shooting a black man and then what happens after that uh and and all that jazz and i think it is actually absolutely relevant to watch i believe it's on hbo i want to say i'll check um but uh i i'm throwing that out i think i'm gonna watch that this week so if you guys want to watch it with me that could be one that we i guarantee is gonna get on the good good list but we can hey you never know maybe maybe in some weird fucked up world the wrong missy is better i doubt it though um uh, let's see. Hey, Screencast crew, I'm really excited about the new Nicholas section, and I'm writing in my first suggestion. I would love it if you all watch and discuss The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Personally, this is my favorite movie of all time. It's a movie that perfectly captured the quintessence of... Uh, of adventure and i first saw it at a time in my life when i was a bit in a bit of a rut for me it's the movie that made me recognize ben stiller as a serious actor as well as discover his competence as a director i sincerely hope y'all give it a chance thank you mm -hmm. daniel edmonds um that's been on you guys queue. seen that uh, that's been on my queue for a really long time okay. i feel like i've seen it but i don't remember anything about it it was a weird indie where he like goes back and forth and imagines himself in adventures um Wait, which I'm i sorry, what was the name of the movie Life Secret of Life Walter. Walter. Oh no, sorry, I was thinking of a different movie. Okay. Uh, and finally, Sam Mosher has said, uh, recommended. Hey, I highly recommend watching HBO's Bad Education uh, for the Nick List. It's the director of Thoroughbreds and stars Hugh Jackman and Al uh, Allison Janney, I believe, uh, who give who gives his best performance since Logan. 100% agree. It's definitely a good, good movie, as Nick would say. I know there haven't been many, but it's my favorite new movie of 2020. Uh, have you guys seen this yet? No, but I feel like it's popped up on like a million All recommendation right. lists. I'm gonna say my um, <laughs> my recommendation. Fuck. All right. So really quick, just funny. looking into stuff, just so, to let you yeah. know. So the hate you give is only streamable via Vudu right now, or if you have Direct TV. So we would have to either rent it or buy it. It's the same price, five ninety nine to, to okay. buy it. So we that doesn't do matter. That. Secret, I think we do. So the yeah. Secret Life of Walter Mitty, not on any streaming service except for something called Fubu. Fubo, Fubo. All right, we'll keep you that. You can even as like we'll... buy it. What? Like on Amazon Prime or anything? Uh, I mean, according oh. to this, no. That like, uh, maybe. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can buy it. Sorry, I was okay. collected on the wrong thing. You can buy it. Well, for let's like fifteen bucks. What are, and Bad Education's on HBO. So let's table that for a second because there's one other movie that I watched this week that I think we should talk about next week because it fucking blew me away, which is Ad Astra. 
Oh, have okay. you guys watched oh, this we've, movie? We've watched it. We saw. We went to the screener. Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about it right now. Let's. Well, we're getting long on this one, but I want. I want to give everyone an opportunity to watch it for next week. So I'm going to throw Ad Astra on the list next week uh, for everyone's homework. If you guys want to watch it. Uh, and listen to us talk about it next week. That's going to be the next movie on the Nick list. I'm also going to say, let's do the hate you gave. Uh, you give, excuse me, because uh, I think that's important. And I have been meaning to watch that movie. And then I'll leave it up to you guys for the last one. Um, I put Bad Education on there. I think it's great. Um, but I also watched a movie that I really enjoyed that I didn't think I was going to, which is a movie called Long Shot uh, with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. We've, and I, oh, yeah. We've Kevin also I seen that movie. Yeah. Okay. So we could well, we could talk about that next week as well if you guys want sure. to. Or I'm open to suggestions on anything else you guys want. Uh, let me add Ad Astra and Long Shot to my little list here of just like okay. – Maybe I'll get back to them as refreshers, but I, I'm I'm down to talk about those both those movies. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so wait, what are we deciding between then? Let's do Ad Astra, The Hate You Give, and Long Shot for next week. Okay. Okay. And then we'll keep Bad Education potentially for the next week if you guys want to watch that. Um, or we can talk about four. Fuck it. Let's put Bad Education on there too because I've seen it already. Is that too many movies for you guys to watch? You've already seen Ad Astra and Long Shot. Well, right? I've already seen two out of them. Yeah, Let's but do, but do we want to save Bad Education and throw in a different movie? Because uh, Joey had one recommendation she threw out last week that I yeah, but I out. ended up watching it and I didn't love it. Oh, really? D Fuller in the chat is calling it out. I watched The Vast of Night, which is on Amazon Prime right now. Uh-huh. It's very, it's a cool idea, and it's very sci-fi, which is like not usually my vibe. Right. Um. So I didn't love it but i would be interested in seeing what other people think to see if i'm the outlier on this one because i know mm. that, i think both of you really like sci-fi more than i do well here's the thing let's put that on for the week after because i really want to hear y'all's thoughts on ad astra and i want the audience to watch it as well and that's very deep sci-fi um so let's put we'll put that i'll, I'll okay. keep our ongoing list here and kev you can help me keep this list as well okay. um we've got a lot of good ones but for next week let's just do three because that seemed like a fun length for discussion we'll do ad astra the hate you give and long shot um so that's that covers a, a myriad of different genres there uh and we'll go from there i think we are i think we gotta go because i think the guys have to do games cast right now right we do yeah, we're about 45 in this was great I, yeah okay uh, what's up nothing oh, makes sense Okay, cool. Excited next week. Uh, so your movies are there. Of course, if you guys want to suggest more movies, keep them coming. Go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Uh, back us at the fan mail tier and let us know what your Nicholas suggestions are. Uh, any show, any movie, anything that's – try to keep it easily streamable. Don't give me some weird, obscure movie that you can only buy in, on Laserdisc. Uh, let's keep it to movies that people are watching right now or movies that you can get on, on some of the streaming services. Ah, you know, fuck it. Just put whatever you want in there and all the side. All the side what I let you guys know. Uh, Kevin? Joey, thank you guys so much for joining me. We'll be back next week. Uh, until then, we'll see you online.